What is going on, guys? Welcome to episode... Are we on episode 7? Hold on. I'm going to check. Why am I not... Why do I not know this? It's pretty sad. Episode 7. I was right. Okay. Episode 7 of Nutrition Talks with Nicole. I am your host, and today you are actually going to get to hear a different voice other than mine for once. I sat down with my friend Kelsey and we just chatted not only just about her and her life experiences, but just kind of like life in general. And um, she gave some really good insight and advice especially for people who are just kind of navigating through the beginning stages of their fitness journey. I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode of us sitting down and just chatting about kind of wherever the conversation flowed. As always, remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Rate me five stars, please. (laughs) Follow me on Spotify and share this episode with a friend if you thought that it was interesting and if you could share on your social media that helps so much all of these things are free to do and it just continues to help me and support me in this podcast so without further ado let's get into this week's episode Oh, we're like officially recording right now. Yeah, we're starting. Oh, we're starting. Okay. Yeah, so you need to move your mic just a little bit farther. Cause, farther turn away. Down. Turn it down. Yeah, turn it down a little bit. Is this better now? Yeah, yes. Okay. Now. Sorry for, uh, for deafening everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I got Kelsey a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Like, <gasps> Fuck, I just spilled it. Oh, I spilled it on the way. Like, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll wash it for you later. Okay, Okay. not even a sip in and I already spilled it, if that describes me in any words. But my criteria for Nicole's Starbucks that she got me was it has to be low-cal and it can't taste like shit. So yeah, I'm nervous, but we're doing a live taste test. It's okay. <laughs> Goddamn. It's like, not, it's not bad. I know, I know as soon as you said that it was going to be sweet, I was like, I know it's going to taste like sugar. Because I feel like... Oh, you don't want sugar? I'm not like a, the biggest fan of sugar in my coffee. Normally, I'm like a cream oh. type of person, but like that's okay. But also, I feel like Starbucks, like their syrups like taste weird. Does that make sense? Like they taste like... <clears throat> I, I guess. Don't know. They have like different flavors. Their coffee is even like different than other coffees yeah see i feel like their sauces taste good like their mocha sauce but then the syrup sometimes especially the sugar-free ones sometimes it's like a little but i mean i'm still gonna drink it like that's the thing but i would give it okay my just just based on my personal preference i give it a six out of ten okay (laughs) passing 
passing. I can live with that. I'm changing the sound preference right now. Hold on. Okay. Can you tap your mic? I'll edit this out. Tap your mic. See if that works a little better so that you're not screaming. So I'm not as loud. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So this is better. better. Okay. I'll I'll make sure I'll turn it down a little bit too. Okay. Okay. Now All that right. we the podcasting is hard. How do you do this? I know. There's like so many like it's, specifics. It's weird, especially when I'm talking to myself. Um, it yeah. just sounds really. It, or sometimes it's like I don't. I have to pause it and be like, okay, what do I? Yeah. How do I go from here? But, like, look at the difference of, like, how we're holding our microphones even. Like, yours has to be super close and mine's, like, super far away. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. I'm going to um, stop the recording real quick so that. So, first, we are going to start off with getting to know Kelsey a little bit more because she has been a close friend of mine for a long time. And um, I just want you guys to kind of, like, get to know who she is. Okay, so I have Kelsey here, and we are like all snuggled up. We close. are snuggly. <laughs> this is fine because I can only use one microphone currently. Um, but so <clears throat> I want to just start off this podcast by talking to Kelsey about her life and um, having us get to know her a little bit more, so that <clears throat> we can. Sorry, I keep clearing my throat. It's like really got some gunk in there. It's okay. because of all the sugar you put in your coffee, Nicole. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, so we're going to get to know her and a little bit of her background, what she, basically the things that have kind of like led her to where she's at now. And it's interesting. Thank you. <laughs> That's so. nice. I think that's such a nice compliment is like being told you're interesting or like getting any compliment on your personality really. But okay. My name is Kelsey. I'm originally from Toledo, Ohio. Um, and I moved to Michigan about six years ago for college where I met Nicole. Been here ever since. And um, yeah, now I'm, now I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... What made you choose to come to Eastern? Because you were living in Toledo. Eastern is where we met, guys. Mm-hmm. That's the college, undergraduate, the mm-hmm. college that we both attended. Yeah. Um. So what made you want to come to Eastern out of like other schools, you know, coming yeah. out of state yeah. and coming here? Yeah, for sure. Um. Okay, so mostly for cheerleading. I have been cheerleading since I was 10 Um, cheerleaded all throughout high school and then almost like decided not to cheer in college because I was just really burnt out at that point but then my dad convinced me just to like try out and he was like just quit even if you make the team and you don't want to do it but just like try out which I feel like that would be kind of fucked but so I ended up trying out (laughs) anyway and then obviously made it and then it was like the best decision I've ever made for myself um but I guess I chose eastern before even deciding to cheer because um, I just wanted to get out of my high school. Like, I feel like everyone that went to my high school stays there. Most of them are still there. Most of them are still friends. Like, that wasn't me. I definitely wanted something, like, new for my life and, like, just, like, a new fresh start where I didn't know anyone. And I feel like Michigan, Ohio, like, it's still, like, close. Like, I'm only still an hour from home. Like, I can always go home when I want to and, like, see friends, see see my dad who still lives there. But, like, 
I don't know. It was close enough to home where I was comfortable. Like, it wasn't totally scary. But then it was a brand new environment, brand new, like, demographic of people. I don't know. I thought college was an amazing experience, super eye-opening. So I am definitely glad that I went there um, and that I was a cheerleader and was in a ton of orgs and, I don't know, got to know people I wouldn't have met if I would have stayed in my hometown. Yeah. Kelsey was super active and, like, (laughs) friends with so many people at school because she was involved in, like, every single thing that you could like be involved in almost <laughs> that's a nice thing to yeah, say yeah you were no um, I, yeah I I think it that was like super intentional like I definitely wanted to have like different types of friends like I've always been like a like a large circle type of person like I've never had like a small like nucleus like group of friends mm-hmm. like I I don't know I like I like to be a well-rounded person so that was definitely intentional yeah and I guess like I don't know would you say that you you know how people like sometimes they wind down with uh, being by themselves or other people like wind down by being with other people like what oh extrovert versus introvert that's so funny because me and my sister were actually just talking about this the other day like what we think I am because I feel like I do well with people like I definitely love people I love being in like social environments but like I need as much alone time as I do social time like I I think I'm recharged by being alone which is why I think I'm a little bit actually more introverted even though everyone would probably say the opposite but even like my boyfriend like if I'm with him too much or like too many hours of the day I'm like okay I need to go upstairs and be by myself for like 30 minutes so yeah I feel that so one thing that you kind of really got into more seriously during college was also you like your fitness mm-hmm. and lifting. Mm-hmm. So you were kind of like the first female that I surrounded myself with that was like, I'm going to lift heavy, mm-hmm. like I want to be strong type of thing. Yeah. So what got you into that? Okay, good question. So I guess I've always been like an athlete, so I... First, I was a gymnast, and then I did swimming, and then I went back to, I guess, the gymnastics side, did cheerleading. So I've always been an athlete my entire life, and I've always liked exercising, but I guess didn't really know how to, if that makes sense. I'm sure everyone can kind of relate. Um, but I was on the cheer team my freshman year, and, like, I just – that was when I started to get super conscious about my body and, like, how I looked and, like, how I looked compared to, like, my teammates. So I just started, like – running a shit ton and like the typical like I guess how like like a ton of girls get into fitness at least back then but you said this was when I'm sorry my freshman year of college okay yeah so then but my roommate who actually as a matter of fact was from my high school um her boyfriend had gotten her really into lifting in high school so she started taking me to the gym and like introducing me to like lifting and just different exercises taught me how to squat like everything so then I decided I liked that a lot more and it was helping me with cheerleading like I just was looking more athletic and I was just getting stronger which I really liked I liked that now my focus was more functional rather than aesthetic Um, so then I kept doing that I was still running a ton but I probably seriously started lifting like winter spring time of like 2015 I would say so five years now um and yeah, and then I kind of just like hit the ground running from there and then started meeting more friends that were into the same thing like you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree. I think like you and then my roommate Rachel were like the first like friends I had that actually, that were girls that actually lifted and like yeah. wanted to get stronger. Let's yeah. talk about how we met. Yeah, so we met 
because well we met through a mutual friend yes. kind of at the at first yes I mean yeah like she definitely connected us because uh-huh. then because then like I messaged you or something about the dietetics program right mm-hmm. do you say first names on your podcast or no yeah yeah okay Madeline yeah so me and, so my roommate and I from college were friends with this girl from high school who also went to Eastern her name was Madeline but her so you met Madeline through Tyler yeah, I met Madeline through Tyler because I met Tyler my freshman year. And then we became yes. roommates. And then Madeline was coming yes. to Eastern and she moved in with us. Yes. So Nicole was roommates with my friend from high school. Um, and then I met... Do you guys, do you remember the day we met? Yeah. At that party? At your at the party well, at, at your house. Oh, it was at my house? Yeah. Yeah, you came upstairs to like my little apartment place. and Yeah. Where, was that when... Your leg wasn't broken, was it? Or no, that was my other roommate, Courtney. Okay. Yeah, she was on crutches. Do you re- you remember that? Yeah. How do you remember that? I don't know. <laughs> but that wasn't the first second we. I remember the second we met. This like the exact like what do you yes mean? The, the moment like I remember the moment oh, I don't. And my life was changed forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I just like I don't know. So I just remember like. It was still very early into my freshman year. Like, it was probably, like, the third weekend, I think, of the oh, semester. Oh, it was really? early. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So I was still, like, you know, you have, like, that nervousness, like, going to a party. Like, I knew, like, Tyler was older, like, by a year. Like, he had friends that were older. Like, I don't know. I think you still have that, like, stigma of, like, oh, all upperclassmen hate me. Like, kind of, like, the yeah, high school mentality. Yeah. But it's just, like, like I'm, like, no one's going to like me. No one's going to think, like, they wanted to. I don't know. So I just was so nervous to go to parties still and, like, I don't know. I just remember Madeline introducing me to you and Jess. Yeah. And you guys were, like, so nice. And I was like, these girls are so nice. Like, I want to talk to them. And, like, we, I had a conversation with you and Jess, like, for a while. And I was like, wow, I really like these girls. Like, I think you just, like, helped me feel, like, really, like, comfortable. And, like, we didn't even, like, know anything about each other. No. Like, we were strangers. Like, yeah. I was just, like, the vibe was there. Oh, that's nice. I know. I'm glad that I make, made you feel that way because a lot of the time I feel like I come off like I'm a bitch. Yeah, I think you do have, like, that face. Yeah. <laughs> So that makes me happy yeah. that you felt that way. Yeah. I feel like when people actually talk to me, yeah, they'll they get that. But it's like if you don't say something to me, I'm probably not gonna say something yeah. to you. You and, just you look unamused, like you just yeah. No. <laughs> well, and also like you came into my house, like I'm gonna make you feel like oh, you're that's nice. You know, yeah. Com- you should feel comfortable. I feel like sometimes in college though, it can even be the opposite. Like you're in my house, like. True. get the fuck out type of thing which yeah. is, which obviously has happened but like yeah you were not like that at all you were like a nice girl oh well good so like we followed each other on social media from there <clears throat> i'm sure yeah maybe and then like i don't know if i really even like saw you at the well at this point i don't think you were super serious in the lifting yet no no because nope. you hadn't started dating what's his face who adam yeah oh i didn't know if i should say his name i'm sorry uh, but I, that's I've, but that's who got you into everything. That is, yeah. And you hadn't started dating him yet. No, so, that whole year, oh my god, that was that whole year of my life was like a jumbled mess in my head. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That whole year, I can make a fucking podcast on in I general. Know. But yeah, I didn't see you like the rest of that year. Yeah, and like I feel like on social media and stuff, you were still posting pictures with like that group of friends and like yeah. like going out like. You know, like, the pictures you post, like, before you go to a party. Like, you know, dressed oh, up and stuff like that. Like, that's what you were posting. But then, like, I don't know. I think 
there was just kind of like a shift I saw one time. I was like, like you did like a post or like a story or something. I was like, oh, Nicole's at the gym. Like I was like, this is interesting. Like does she like going to the gym? Because at this point, like I was like well into like my passion for lifting. So like I think then still we didn't really like talk. We didn't really know each other too much. Mm -mm. Still strangers. But then you had posted something on Facebook or Instagram about how you were switching your major to dietetics and at that point my major was dietetics also and then you were saying how like I remember you because you switched from an education major yeah and you were saying how you're like nervous to make the switch and like whatever you like your caption was and so I messaged you or commented on it and I said hey oh yeah yeah and I said hey like I'm a dietetics major too like let me know if you have questions about like the courses like whatever like let me know if you, like, need any help. And then, so, I think you, like, sent me a message and you were just like, thanks. I, no, I literally think you put your number on the comments. Oh, did I? Which that is, sounds like, like something I would do. as fuck. <laughs> Putting my number on the internet. But I feel like the internet was different back then. Maybe not. We don't know. It was a little bit, but yeah. But we started, yeah, so we, like, texted. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and I think I was working at the nutrition room at that time. Yeah, I think you were. Yeah, so I had an internship with, like, the sports nutrition dietitian at Eastern. (laughs) That was a lot of words. But she was, I don't know, she, like, would do kind of, like, post-workout, pre-workout food, snacks, whatever, for the football team, the basketball. Like, I don't know. All the athletes. Well, the athletes that would lift at the combo. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So Which when you stopped? Yeah. It went they, to Bowen. Yeah. They moved one to Bowen too. So like yeah. they both got him. But yeah. So I, when Nicole and I kept like texting and stuff and I was like, oh, hey, like I also like work at this like nutrition room. Like it's really cool. Like if you want a job, like let me know. Cause like um, Allison was hiring more interns. Yeah. So then you started working at the nutrition room. And then from there, we were just together like every day. That summer, we were yeah. together all oh, the time. Oh, that's so cute. What's that's su- like that was summer guy. 2016. Yeah. yeah. But was. No, I feel like it was even, like, the spring semester because it, I think that summer we started taking OCHEM. We did, yeah. Oh, my God. It was, like, end of that spring into the summer. Yeah. Because, yeah, we took OCHEM. We failed OCHEM oh together. Oh, my God. You guys. <laughs> Nicole just stopped coming. <laughs> Nicole just stopped coming to class, like, maybe, like, with three weeks left. And this is, like, <laughs> this is a summer class. Legit. So it was only, like, seven weeks long. And Nicole fuck everything i i think i i stayed until the end but i didn't show up for the final (laughs) i was like fuck this shit oh my god that was the hardest class i've ever taken bro (laughs) our professor might be dead now no (laughs) he's like he was about to croak up there yeah he was dead Okay. Like, this guy was so old. His voice, like, oh my gosh. And oh it was just God. four hours. Oh, terrible. Every every day of the week. Well, Monday through Friday. Was it of every OCHEM. day? Yeah, it was every day, dude. For like six or seven weeks. Why did we do that? I don't know. What the fuck? Like, did we not have jobs? Like, did we not have lives? Like, I did, but it was like, I had I to work everything I, around it. Yeah, I think I had a job too, and I just 
what a, I don't know. And we were still working in the nutrition room, so yeah, we just we like doing... didn't live. Like I don't know how we got anything done. No. And then like it's just like you're cramming like three chapters of studying like every single day. Oh my god, that it was, was horrible. horrible. It was the worst decision we've ever made. Well, and like we were we went into it. And we we're like, oh my god, like it's accelerated. We'll get it done quick. Yeah, you know? like, this will be great. It, no. no, it was awful. It was worse. But then we retook it the next semester, yeah. and we had a professor who was super cool. He was probably like 26. Like he was so young. He, like, but he legit hated our class by the end yeah he did he He just said he just strapped everything we went to his office hours we did after class every single yeah we did yeah we did a lot so he really liked us yeah somehow i think we ended up with like bees in the class like we did a good job yeah we actually got decent we did decent that time yeah and then we took biochem like like nicole and i did we take biochem together yeah we did oh we did yeah we did oh yeah oh yeah remember you sent me that video when i was like after we took our exam, and I go, fuck biochem. Oh, I'm, like, yeah. screaming this on campus, like, after yes. we took our exam. Yep. Oh, my God. We, so, Nicole and I were together, like, every single day for, like, a year. Yeah. From classes to, like, the nutrition room to, like, sometimes we would go to the gym, but we never really lifted together that much. Not that much. Because you had, like, cheer, and then yeah. you had your sorority stuff. So, outside of that, like, school and things, we just didn't really. Plus, yeah. Plus, I didn't go to the rec. And then, like, yeah, so I would have I would rack. have workouts for cheer, like, at 5 a.m. in the morning. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to lift again. Yeah, yeah. So then, I don't know. I would have prep. And then I would have practice, too. So, like, I lifted, like, like supplementally probably two or three times a week. But I would go to Powerhouse. Powerhouse. Yeah, which I eventually got a membership there, but, like, a year later. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, <laughs> we met through dietetics. Mm-hmm. Which you guys know, I'm going back to pursue it mm-hmm. a- again because we we both applied, but we both <laughs> did, did not get, get it. So, um, yeah, Kelsey, ap- I ended up applying for the masters. Kelsey ended up applying for the bachelors. We both did not get into the program. Eastern's program is so super hard. competitive. So hard. There's like 15 spots for bachelor students and three spots for masters. Yeah, it's fucking intense. And like when we dro- Nicole and I actually dropped off our applications together. Yeah, right? we did. That's so fucking cute. I like, know. what a little journey. I know. But so we dropped off our binders together. We had to put together these huge ass binders with like all of our documents, like. The entire application, like, 40 pages long. Yeah. Maybe it, was, it wasn't, but, like, it, it, it felt like it. It was long, though. It was It was long. so long. But, so we went to drop off our binders, and there was, like, would you say, like, 200 binders already in that room? I don't know. I didn't even see. Oh, they were, like, stacked. Really? Yeah. Like, everywhere. I That's what I vividly remember. Ew. And I was just, like, fuck. Like, it was that moment I knew. I was, like, there's no way. We just, like, I feel like you and me, like, we work hard. We apply ourselves. We don't slack. But, like... I don't know. School did not come easy to us. Like, the, the hard classes we had to take, like, were not easy. Not not at that level. I mean, like, like I would have had – I could have tried harder. Mm-hmm. Mm. I definitely Same. could have tried harder. Yeah. But, like, the concepts mm-hmm. in those classes are not, like, basic whatsoever. Yeah. Like, you actually have to really fucking try yeah. to understand them. Yeah, and, like, you have to, like, put in extra effort, which, like, I was just not about. No. But what I did realize, though, so I graduated in four and a half years. So my last semester... Yeah, I, was, I did too. Yeah, I was done with cheerleading. No, I graduated in five. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Because I switched. Yeah, I thought it... Yeah. Oh, okay. So... But I, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, okay, that makes sense. 
Um, but, like, my last semester, I wasn't cheerleading. I wasn't in my sorority anymore. Like, I was kind of removed. I was pregnant at the time, which we can go into. Oh, yeah. So I just, like, didn't have a life. Like, I wasn't going out. I wasn't partying. I was just, like, home with my boyfriend studying every single day. And that semester is when I got a 4.0. So it's, like... Oh, good. So it's, like, I mean, obviously, it can be done. Like, people can be involved in things and still get really good grades. But I feel like that's when it separates the people that have to study really hard from the people that are naturally smart. And, like, that just wasn't me. Yeah, same. Yeah. And, and, like, right now, school comes so much easier to me because I'm not in that environment yeah. of, like, social, like, everybody wants to just go party all the time or, yeah. like, friends are around you 24-7. Yeah. Like, I do, I'm doing so much better in school. Not that I did bad, yeah. but, like, I'm doing the above average of, in everything. Yeah. So it's just, like... I need to not yeah. – I need to just focus on that. Yeah, but honestly, looking back, like, undergrad at least, like, I do not regret a second of anything I did. Like, I was so happy that I was so involved and met the people that I did. I have lifelong friends. Like, yeah. Now, like, I don't know. I think I still have a good job. Like, I think I – always felt like I needed to be smarter like get better grades not that I got bad grades like I think I graduated with like a 3.5 which is fine yeah like well above average right but like just definitely not where we needed to be to be in the dietetics program but like looking back like I don't give a fuck yeah good I think that like I have a good job and like I didn't need a 4.0 like I thought I needed right to get a good job out of college so yeah and shit changes and priorities change and yeah like, just because you intended to do one thing yeah. doesn't mean that, like, if it goes the wrong way yeah. like, or the other way, it's yeah. wrong or bad. And I think something that we had in common, too, when we were, like, going through everything together is, like, we were still kind of unsure about our path. Like, I think that we wanted a certain path. Like, we wanted to be dietitians. Like, we – I don't know. But I think we were still just a little unsure, especially when we didn't get it in. We were like, what is next? Yeah. But now you, like, now you know this is what you want. Like, this is your master's program, and, like, the mindset is just different. Like, you're not, you're not going out all the time. Like, you're not, like, like, you're putting everything into school right now, which is, like, how it should be when you, like, are so confident in, like, what your next step yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, now I'm it, – it's, it's more of an investment. Like, this yeah. is kind of, like, this is your last chance. Mm-hmm. Like, don't fuck it up. That's how yeah. I feel about it. That makes um, sense. And, like, also, you know, I'm paying for it myself. Mm. so that that is huge yeah so like that plays a huge role not that like I mean I have some like very very minimal student loan debt from from um, undergrad but like I was blessed to have uh, a family that could could pay for the majority of it so it's like yeah, it's different when you're the one, like, paying. The, yeah. Like, sorry, mom and dad, but Plus, yeah. like, going from Eastern, which Eastern gives out a ton of scholarships. Like, I like I think everyone pretty much got, like, a very Half high of their tuition paid for. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, so that, that's super lucky. But then, like, also you're at a private university, not for yeah. your master's, which I'm sure is different. It's, like, the second most expensive school in Michigan. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, it's fucked. So... But- Whatever. That, that'll be okay. But, I mean, you're going to have a great job. You're going to be able to pay off your loans. Yeah, I'll be fine. Once this, once it's over, I will be very comfortable. Yeah. Even just starting in my career, yeah. I will be very financially comfortable. Yeah. I, like, so. I feel like I don't know, like, do you want to work in a hospital setting or do you want to do, like, um, like exercise, like, sports no. nutrition type of thing? Or like- I think sports nutrition would be fun. I do, like 
I like nutrition counseling, mm-hmm. which is like what I do now mm-hmm. through my coaching services. Essentially, like it's nutrition counseling, but it's just very like one-on-one detail oriented because these people have signed up to check in with me every single yeah. week. Whereas in like working in the field of dietetics, you might not necessarily get people coming back every week to check yeah. in with you type of thing. And like a lot of those people have to be on like, like they have to use a dietitian. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in a hospital setting versus like these people, like you said, are like signing up to Voluntary. signing up for this. Which is more so the route that I want to take if I can, but just getting out of like just finishing up and like getting my first job mm-hmm. I'm gonna be pretty open to the opportunities yeah um and you can always do both like have like a I 90, will always do both yeah yeah which is, I think is really smart yeah I mean if I can make my full-time job being an online coach I mean who wouldn't want to do that yeah of course it comes with its own set of challenges See, but I being your own boss, I wouldn't want to do you that. wouldn't want to do that no see I like it yeah but like that like you, I feel like you wanted to do that for a really long time. Mm-hmm. But like for me, I don't, I don't know. Like, if you were to be a dietitian, what would you have ended up doing? Well, so I originally got into dietetics, and also I switched my major four times in college. And oh wow! And dietetics was my third switch. I did not know that. Yeah. So I originally wanted to do dietetics actually to work with like eating disorder patients. Okay. Because I got really into. So let me just, like, start from, like, where I started in college, and then I'll get to, like, how I switched. So in high school, I always wanted to be a speech pathologist, which is, like, an amazing profession. I have a few friends that are speech pathologists, and they they all love it. Like, it seems, like, super rewarding and, like, whatever. So in high school, I actually took a course. Like, it was kind of, like, a a teaching-based course, but I got to shadow a bunch of speech pathologists, and I was, like, so set that that was my plan. Like, that's what I was going to do. Um, like literally I had like the next six years of my college like planned out like where I was going to go to undergrad what I was going to do where I was going to go to grad school what I was going to do there like I was like that type of person like that type of like organizer and planner so then I got to college and I take one prereq for speech pathology and I hated it why what was it it was I think the class was called intro to inclusion which is just like there was a bunch of students in my class that were like music therapy majors, art therapy majors, stuff like that. So just using different therapies to um, kind of, I don't know, re- I guess it would be considered rehab or like, I don't know, just like teacher, I don't know, aid. The aid. aid. That'd be a good okay. <laughs> aid I don't know. other people. It's been six years, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yes. So like, just, I guess, how to help them in, like, the disability the disability that they've been diagnosed with. And, like, it was really interesting to see, like, how people, like, what they've already learned and what they brought to this class. But, like, I just, like, hated it. Like, every day. And, like, I got an A in the class. Like, it was, like, not a hard class. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just noticed that everyone was so much more passionate and into it than I was, which is how I knew that it just wasn't for me. Like, I was just, like... I want to be passionate about every step of the process, not just, like, the end result, or else you're just going to be miserable for the next six years until you actually get a job. Yeah, that makes sense. So then, and then, like, I kind of touched on earlier, this is when I started to get into lifting and, like, functional fitness, so then I switched my major to exercise science. Okay. So then I actually didn't, I was still taking gen eds at this point. I don't think I was taking, like, specific exercise science prereqs like I was probably taking science classes and whatever but I 
I don't know, that one actually kind of turned over pretty quick because I realized that, okay, lifting is just my passion. It's not necessarily what I want to do or what I want to use to help other people. Okay. So then this whole time I've been like, and I've always been really interested in like psychology and like the mind and like behavior and like just like people, I guess, in general. So I started to just like really think about health and like the aspect of health that I thought was most interesting. And I like started like researching like disordered eating and like all this stuff and like stuff like I've struggled with before. I'm sure everyone has gone through like a stage like of whatever, but just like disorders and like all these different kinds of things. And I was like, it's really interesting to me why people are like afraid of food and like what triggers that and like what have people gone through that made them think that way about food. So like the health part I guess the nutrition part of health, but also the psychology aspect was like super interesting to me more so than like working out. So that's what I thought I wanted to do to like help people with and like make people feel themselves again. Like that seemed like also really rewarding. Mm -hmm. So that's when I switched to dietetics and I had a psychology minor. Okay. The whole time. So um, took all of the prereqs for dietetics. Dietetics was the major I went the farthest with at this point. Yeah. In terms of like actually taking all the prereqs, like doing the program and the course. And so didn't get into this. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so after all of that. So, <laughs> failed. And so then like, I mean, I think Nicole can like also attest to this, but I had like almost a breakdown. I mean, I think we didn't, like we knew we weren't going to get in at a certain point. Like, I think yeah. we were hopeful. We were very, yeah, I was very hopeful. I was like, oh my God, you know what? Like, my letters of recommendation are going to yes. get me there or some shit. Like, I don't fucking know. Nicole and I were texting each other constantly. Like, well, I'm involved in this and we're well-rounded people. And, like, they're not just looking for grades. Like, they're looking for a personality. And it's like, no, they fucking weren't. No, like, they don't no, give they a shit. Weren't. They didn't give a fuck. They wanted you to have a 4.0. Like, they wanted you to get an A-plus in every fucking class that you ever took yeah, But like, life. But then we would have those speakers. And, like, when we took intro to dietetics, and, like, those speakers would be like, yeah, like, it doesn't matter about your grades. You just need to be passionate. Like, I wasn't the best at those classes, and we're like, yeah, same. Like, yeah, we, like more bullshit. Yeah, but no, that's not accurate. No, at least, at least, like Eastern's program, and like their program is, what is it called? It's like um, didact. Is it a didactic a, program or is it the other one? Uh, no, it's a. Why am I? You're making me <laughs> blank know. on it. Uh, coordinated. Coordinated. Pro- is it, okay, so it's a coordinated program, yeah. which means it's a lot more competitive because they pair you with all of your like internships. internships versus you going out and finding them on your own on your own time on your own money well yeah there's a matching process but yes but it's yeah it's way less stressful because they do it all for you you don't have to go through the matching process and if you don't match then you're fucked so if people are in the didactic program they have to set up everything on their own which is what i'm doing oh well okay so it's like Essentially, it's it, if you think about people who are going and applying to residencies mm-hmm. for after med school, it's basically what I'm doing. So you go through this system, oh. you submit your application, you tell the system what your first, second, whatever, how, ranking your choices, yeah. and then those institutions look at your application form, and if they like you and you like them, you match, yeah. and then you can choose to go there. Okay, that makes so much more yeah. sense. See, I feel like all of the professors, when we were taking these courses, were, like, drilling us on how, like, coordinated was so much better, so much, like, you know what I mean? But they probably just wanted us to stay in the program, you probably. know, like, didn't want us to, like, but, like, I feel like it's a lot easier like at least an undergrad to go through a didactic program because like 
you don't have to apply to get in the program. Like, you just graduate with a dietetics degree. Yes. Yeah. yeah like, you don't ha- – I mean, I think you still have to, like, get in – you still have to get into their program. Oh. But there's so many more spots. Oh, that makes sense. So it's like – because Michigan State has – a didactic program and yeah. I know someone who like struggled to get into the program because of the prereqs so it's like oh, similar okay but they just have so many more spots it's like a bigger pool yeah yeah so your chances of getting in is so much better so we could have gotten in with our grades maybe <laughs> I think so I think so too like I think, <laughs> like damn it <laughs> like I literally had I think like either a three five a three six or a three seven yeah I had a three six yeah like going that's, into that's like, it, that's I think. so good. Like people would like kill to have that. Right. But honestly, looking back, like no one fucking looks at your transcripts when you're applying for jobs. I think. I mean, maybe like medical profession, like something like that, like something where it's intense. But like, yeah. no other. Like you can get a good job without getting a four Like without. Definitely. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think I like put way too much pressure on myself in college to get good grades, and now I'm like, why? Like looking back. I know. Like so we wasted a lot of stress. Yeah, we did. We were so But now I'm college. like, fuck, I need to get A's. Like, now yeah. I'm like, I need to get all A's, which I'm, like, so far on track to do, but... Which is fine. Like, which that's is good. good. Yeah. But, like, that, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, you're going to get a good job regardless. Yeah. Like, if you have one B, like, if you graduate with a 3.8 instead of a 4.0, like, you're still going to get hired somewhere. Yeah. And, like, going through this program now, that's how I feel is, like okay, well, I'm not super pressured to get a 4.0 just to get into this program because I'm already in the program. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, now exactly. I can just focus on, like, doing the best that And, I like, can. actually absorbing the information, not just only focusing on the A, but, like, learning things that are going to, like, carry you in your career. Yeah, which exactly. Which is ideal. Yeah. So you ended up then making your minor in psychology, your major, and major, just finishing up. And then I doubled major in communications. Okay. Um, so yeah, graduated with that in December of 2018, and then, yeah. And now, we're kind of like fast forward to here. Okay, yeah, so let's fast forward. You had a, you had a job, or no, well first we need to backtrack. Yes, where should we start Because Kelsey is a mom. Yes. She's 22. Four. Four. (laughs) (laughs) I was 22. Nicole, you're 25. You're not that much older than I don't know what I was thinking. Oh my, I'm 24 and a half. Yesterday was my half birthday, if anyone wants to send oh, me presents. exciting. <laughs> this is my Starbucks is my yeah. half birthday present. Yeah, Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, um, so <laughs> Kelsey got pregnant in 2018. When I was 20. T1. T1. Cause you, yes, cause, and I gave birth when I was 22. Yeah. And um, it's actually kind of funny how she told me. Really? Well, remember? I don't remember telling you. Oh my gosh. Okay. Like I, don't, I guess I don't remember. Like I know I must have told you at some point, but I don't remember how I did it. Okay. I'll tell the story. So okay. I was prepping for a show in 2018. <gasps> oh my gosh. I remember this. I want to give my side okay. after you tell your side. Okay. So, um, Kelsey, I asked her to come to my show with me. To, to the be Michigan like, and yeah, Grand Rapids? Yeah, no, well, the the Grand Rapids. Yeah. Oh, the Grand Rapids. What's the Michigan? It's a different show. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah Are it's you in, sure? Yeah, it's in Belleville. Oh. The, the no, Grand Rapids. That's the Nicole Wilkins. No, there's a lot of shows okay. in Belleville. <laughs> Fuck. 
you're right. You're Kelsey's right. out here trying to pretend like she competed or something. <laughs> I don't know. No, because I went to all of your shows, no, Nicole. Um, so she she went with me to Grand Rapids, actually, and Caesar did too. He ended up going because he drove us. But um she like we were driving up there and she goes, I have something to tell you, but I can't yet. <laughs> And I'm like, Bitch. anyone who knows me knows that is something that I do often and everyone hates me And I'm for like, it. what the fuck are you talking about? Did I say this in the in the car? Yeah, going up to Grand Rapids. You were like, I have something to tell you, but we have to wait. Cause like, Well, I don't think it came out of the... Like, I think I was acting weird, though. I, do, I remember oh, acting kind of weird and you were like, what's going on? I was like, well, I have something to tell you. Oh, that Not sounds yet. like you. Yeah, I think that's what happened. And she was like, this weekend's about you. You just... Like, we're focusing on you. I don't want it to be about me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm Which like... Which is true. You needed to be in, like, the mindset of, like... I know, but it would have just, like, made things more better. You That's, think? That was more so better. not, like, correct to but say. But, um, yeah, I feel like it would have made, like, me more excited. But, um, yeah, so the whole weekend, legit, like, I tried to get her to tell me. And she wouldn't fucking yeah. tell me. Like, even on the way home, you wouldn't tell me. Oh, yeah. I didn't tell you that weekend at all. No. Did I tell you, like, a week later? Like, like two or three weeks later. Oh. We met up. So, anyways, the whole thing was, like, she was pregnant. Our other friend, Lauren. Remember Lauren? Lauren. McPeck. Yeah. Is that how you say her last name? McPeck. She came to the show as well. She drove up because she yes. was interested in competing. Yeah. And I was like, come see what it looks like, whatever. Kelsey fucking told her in the bathroom... And I still didn't get to know. Yeah. And I'm like, bitch. Because I wanted you to be focused on yourself. Like, that was, like, not... Like, I probably should never have said I have something to tell you. Like, I don't know why I did that. Like, I don't know why I continued to do that to people. But, like, I'm working on it. Well, yeah. Okay. And (laughs) one of the things that I will say, we had to go to Target to, like, get (gasps) something. Yeah. This is what I thought of. Kelsey just fucking disappears. <laughs> like, like legit. Plain as day. It was like 2 p.m. Yeah, we were like, where the fuck? Nicole I was, was buying like rice cakes. Yeah, I had to get something and Kelsey was just like, I'm going to go like look at this thing. And I'm like. Well, and- you know what? I had, I forgot my shoes that I was going to wear the next day. Remember I f- like for my outfit, I was like, fuck, like, I forgot oh. to pack my sandals. And so I was like, hey guys, I'm going to go look at shoes. I'll be back. So I literally found like the first pair of shoes I could find. And then like I bought them, checked out, left the store, left you guys. You guys like weren't even with me the whole time. You no. were still in the food section. I was in the shoes. Yeah. But when we pulled into the parking lot, I I noticed that we were right next to like a bye bye baby or something or like a babies are us something like that and so I was like I want to go back and like I was like very fresh in my pregnancy I was probably only like four or like it was five or six early. weeks yeah. yeah and so I go and bought a onesie for my son Casey and like that was the onesie that he came home in the hospital with. are you serious yeah <laughs> I know, That's and you're exciting. like technically with me. Technically. <laughs> no, but like Caesar and I walked out of the store. You like lied and said that you didn't feel. I good. didn't feel well, and I needed to like go to the truck just to like get yeah. feed by myself, get for some fresh air. And Nicole's like freaking out. She's like, "Are you okay? Like, do we need to get you something?" I was like, "No, I'm fine." Yeah, I was worried, and like we get out there. No, but you weren't even like. I don't. Need, I feel like we got to the truck before mm-hmm. you, and then I was like, "Where the fuck did you go?" Or like, I don't know. It was just so weird. And then like, it how did so I weird. hide? Because I had. Oh, I put the onesie like inside of the bag 
in like my shoebox oh to hide it from you guys and i was like yeah i'm just walking around i just need fresh air well i didn't see it or i had no idea like legit yeah. and at one point i did ask are you pregnant like just kind of like fucking did around you? i did in the oh. car going up and you were you played it off I was so like, cool no. you played it off so cool oh my gosh that's funny but yeah and so <clears throat> she didn't tell me that whole weekend we got together like a couple weeks later at chipotle and you told me and I was like, was I knew it. Yeah, it was at Chipotle. And I was like, so And emotional. I think I remember even saying, like, you were right. Yeah. But I remember you were like, the, okay, everyone told me, like, oh, you're going to be such a cute mom. But you were like, you, like, literally looked at me and you were like, Kelsey, you are going to be the best mom. Like, Aww. I just remember yours was very, like, like heartfelt. And, like, I was oh, like, oh, wow. Happy. Yeah. I don't remember that, but. Should I start with, like, how I got pregnant, how I met Jeff, like, just, I mean, you met Jeff when you guys worked at DSW. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I mean, your relationship was kind of forbidden. But yeah. It was very, it was very strange. Because he so, was your manager, kind of, right? Yeah, he was, like, my boss. Yeah. So, but, like, the age gap is not, like, we're only seven years apart, which is, like, not, I think, that dramatic. Like, you it probably sounds like, yeah, apart, it probably though. sounds like he's, like, 40 or something, he and I was, like, 20, but looks no. like he could be yeah. 25. Plus, like, he acts like he's 15, so... <laughs> So, yeah, so I started dating my boyfriend. We'd been friends for probably two years. We worked together at my part-time job that I had when I was in college. He was a manager there. And so we were, like, we would hang out all the time. Like, after work, we would, like, go to the bar. We'd hang out with, like, one of our other friends from the store. Like, we were, like, a little trio. And then, like, just, like, progressively, like, I just, like, noticed myself, like, starting to like him, whatever. The the relationship escalated. We started dating. Um, We told like, our other boss, like, the other manager that we were dating. Well, like, that was kind of, like, on accident. That's a funny story. But so she – we were both, like, obviously, like, Jeff was, like, the manager. She didn't want to lose him. He was, like, really good at his job. And then, like, I was probably their best part-time that they had. So, like, she did not want to lose me either. So she was, like, okay, you guys, like, I don't care that you're dating, but, like, don't post on social media. Don't tell anyone the story. Like, she kind of, like, made us keep it a secret for a while, which is, like, fine for a while. But, like, I was, like, well – I told her, I was, like, I want to transfer eventually. Like, I can't just, like, hide this relationship forever, you know? Yeah. And so she just, like, kept putting off my transfer, like, putting off, putting off. And so then, um, so the, I got pregnant. So conception happened April 28th. My birthday. Shut the fuck up. Is that your birthday? Yeah. Nicole, I didn't even, like, realize that. I didn't put two and two together. I feel like... I knew that. I feel like I've said this before. Maybe. Or like I realized it before. But yeah, that's my birthday. That's funny. Shut the fuck up. That's so funny. (laughs) So Jeff and I were both at my like sorority like senior year bar crawl. And like we were just hammered obviously. One thing led to another. But then I found out. Jeff and I found out when we took a trip to Chicago in mid-May that we were pregnant. (laughs) And Jeff and I had like obviously like I said we'd been friends for two years. But we'd only been dating for like five weeks like very early in the relationship which is terrifying right and so we found out we were pregnant and then like a couple weeks later I or no, no no it was like very fresh after I found out that I was pregnant I told the other manager I was like listen I need to transfer like right now and she was like what's happening like what's going on told her that I was pregnant she's like oh my god she's like are you okay and I was like no I was like terrified <laughs> I hadn't even told my family yet like it was just like like a scary thing, especially I was only 21. I hadn't even graduated college yet. I just, like, finished, like, my cheerleading career, my sorority. Like, I still felt like I was a kid. Yeah. And, like, it was obviously an accident, like, whatever. But, like, 
the more people I ended up telling, the more friends and like family, the better I felt because I didn't feel as alone. I felt like people supported, like not only supported me, but were like fucking happy for me, which is like not what I was expecting. Like I thought people were going to be like judgmental and like whatever. So that was definitely probably the biggest growing period of my life. And like this was also right after we found out that we weren't like we didn't make it into the dietetics yeah, program. It, it was, was probably a month a after. A couple months, yep. Because we found out in March. Yep. That we like end of March that we didn't make it. Yep. And then this was like mid May. Yeah. So yeah, like six end weeks. Of May, late. So I had no idea what I was doing with my life. I know that I needed to finish school. Um, I'd already switched my major to psychology at this point, so it's like okay, at least I'm gonna graduate with a degree. So was pregnant into the next fall. Like I said, graduated in December with my degree. I was nine months pregnant walking across the stage. Oh, my god! And gosh. I fucking wore heels. Like, it was insane. So I graduated December 15th of 2018, and Casey was born January 6th of 2019. Oh, my So, gosh. like, literally two and a half weeks later, three weeks later, oh whatever. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. So had Casey, Jeff, and I are still together three years later and, like, better than ever. And I think that's, like, the biggest thing I look back on college and, like, just, like, life in general is, like, you think you have a plan. You think your plan is great. You think it's going to make you happy. You have no idea what's going to happen in your life and what's actually going to make you happy. Like, I think now is the happiest I've ever been, and it's not because of anything that could have prepared me for this. Yeah, I mean, knowing Kelsey during college and stuff Mm -hmm. um, and kind of, like, going throughout that process, never, if you would have asked me, when we first, you know, became really close and stuff, mm-hmm. if you would have said, hey, Kelsey's going to be, you know, a young mom. Mm-hmm. She's going to get pregnant in the next, like, two years. And it's going to be to this, like, guy that doesn't even go to school at Eastern. Cause, like, yeah, like, were, just, like, someone, yeah. <clears throat> is, is he Filipino? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Kelsey was not into, like, <laughs> like, when... <laughs> She, like, loved the athletes. Like, yeah, like, you know, my just... boyfriend who I dated before Jeff was the polar opposite of Jeff. Yeah. Which I think, see, like, and that's the thing, too. On paper, I thought I knew what kind of guy I wanted and what I wanted him to be interested in. Like, I wanted him to be similar to me. I wanted him to be, like, whatever. Like, I I don't know. Like, on paper, I thought I had found, like, the perfect guy in my ex-boyfriend. And he's, like, a great person. Like, very much, like, wish the best for him. But, like, we just, like didn't I don't know did not click as a romantic couple like I still consider him like a friend but like I don't know Jeff is the polar opposite like Jeff used to like be in the lifting and stuff but I thought that was so important I was like he's gonna want to go to the gym like I don't know like my future boyfriend in my head I was thinking they're gonna want to go to the gym with me they're gonna want to do this and like that's not what Jeff is interested in and I think that's why it works like I have my own thing and he has his stuff and then like the really good thing is that he's an amazing cook, so he makes all my food oh, for me. Oh, good. Yeah. It's, That's nice. That is you know, ideal. But, like, other than that, like, I don't know. I think I found someone that I can be 100% myself around, which I think is important with any relationship, whether mm-hmm. it's a friend, a family member, whatever. Um, we're goofy as fuck, and, like, we just don't take life too seriously. But at the same time, we're extremely responsible. We always want to be the best ver- versions of ourselves. He's the hardest worker I've ever met. He's an amazing dad to Casey. Um, we balance each other out really well. Like, he's very, like, I don't know, practical when it comes to parenting. And I'm kind of, like, emotional sometimes. Like, sometimes I let my emotions, like, get the best of me. Whereas he kind of brings me back down to earth. Which I think is just, like, the perfect balance. And, like, 
now we have a little boy who's gonna be two in January. Crazy. I know. So like literally a month from tomorrow, he'll be two. I know. And he's just the fucking best kid ever. And like, it's so funny because like other people are obsessed with him. And I think that's like my favorite part about having a kid is just like seeing how many people love him even from a distance. Yeah. You know, like it's just really cool. Like people like, I don't know, will like check in on him or like comment on my pictures and be like, wow, like he's growing up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like people are actually like interested in his life. Well, like, he's, yeah, he is so big now. He's so big. Like he's, he's just like, he's a little person. Yeah. He's a little man. And so, he's like walking, talking, like oh, the most gosh. friendly little kid. So fucking cute. Isn't it crazy to like see kids grow up? Like to think about like, it's, oh my God, he's wild. turning into like a little intelligent man. Yeah. Like, you know, like. I've, I've babysat kids and, and whatever, and, like, even just, like, seeing that, I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah. they are turning into a smart little human. Yeah. And, it's like, crazy. I never wanted kids ever. Like, I just thought that, like, once you have kids, like, you can no longer be selfish ever, which I – which is kind of true, but I don't know. I guess it's it's different, but – I just thought, like, I wanted to travel and, like, obviously do the stereotypical, like, I want to make a lot of money, like, and I just, like, want to, like, be the best me without having to, like, be responsible for anyone else. Like, I just had that, like, mindset, which is fine. And, like, if people want to do that, like, do it. Like, I don't know, like, do whatever you want to do with your life. But then, like, at the same time, like, Casey's the best thing that's ever happened to me. So, like, I couldn't imagine not being a mom now. Yeah. Which is crazy. But, yeah, like you said earlier, like, I did never, like, I never pictured myself being, no. being a mom or, never. like, even, like, being a young mom at yeah. that. Or, like, because, like, there's those girls. Oh, well, yeah, hi- young mom. That's yeah. Funny. Like, there's always those girls in high school that, like, either get married super young or get pregnant right out of high school, like, whatever. Or, like, I don't know, want that right away. And I didn't. Like, I didn't even want a boyfriend. Like, I just, like, wanted to be by myself. And, like, nope, didn't happen. Yeah. So. So how was, like, navigating your fitness during that time and, like, nutrition like how did you kind of like cope with that because you know you said that you struggled with like having eating you know an eating disorder tendency or at least tendencies and um now you're like and in like throughout our college college time you you would like do a cut and like yeah like go into a bulk or like you were into doing that type of stuff so how did you feel having to gain weight intentionally yeah like than the post-birth Yes. That's actually, like, super interesting because, so, yes, I did have, like, disordered eating tendencies, like, in high school and then, like, also my freshman year of college just, like, didn't know anything about, like, health or, like, whatever. I was just, like, crazy restrictive sometimes, but then I would, like, binge, like, whatever. But then once I got into lifting and more functional fitness, that kind of all went not necessarily went away, but my, I was so much more at peace. So like with my body, like I appreciated my, my body for what it could do. Um, so I would say that like everything, my mindset was a lot better with food for like years. And then honestly got like came back almost when I was pregnant. So, so okay. When I was pregnant, I was going to like my OBGYN appointments and like, I would say like, uh, like not, Right after my first trimester, like, obviously, I hadn't even gained that much weight yet. Like, I, like, maybe a couple, like, maybe five pounds. But, like, my OBGYN was, like, oh, your baby's measuring a head. He's measuring really big. He's going to be born in the 95th percentile. She was, like, you're gaining too much weight too fast. And, like, 
honestly, maybe it was a little bit farther into my second trimester because I had not gained that much weight. Like, I just remember I, like, looked in the mirror. I, like, barely had a bump. Like, I was fine. And so I was like, huh? Like, I was like, I know, like, and I was, like, following, obviously, pregnant girls and whatever. I'm like, this girl's, like, huge, and she's, like, just as far as I am, and, like, I'm nowhere near her. So, like, this doesn't make sense. And it's like, so, like, then I just got really conscious about, like, what I looked like, and, like, I'm like, am I supposed to look a certain way when I'm pregnant? Like, am I what am I supposed to eat? Like, how much am I supposed to eat? So she was like, you really need to, like, monitor your weight. Like, make sure you're, like, eating right and exercising. I'm like, okay, you can shut the fuck up because, like, little, like, she doesn't even know. Like, I've been exercising for years at this point. I eat healthy. Like, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. So, like, I don't know if she just, like, was a new doctor or whatever, but, like, everything she predicted about me was wrong. Casey was born at five pounds, 13 ounces. He was like That's in the so tiny. He was the seventh percentile when he was born. She thought he was gonna be the ninety fifth, and I ended up get, gaining like twenty four pounds when I was pregnant, which Ooh. is like so. This lady ended up being your doctor all throughout. No, it's weird. So I went through U of M Health System, and so like their OBGYNs, like I would go to like one location, but I had like. 10 different doctors rotating every single appointment. Okay. So, like, I almost never saw the same doctor twice. The doctor towards the end of my pregnancy, I saw her, like, more consistently, but she still isn't the doctor that I delivered with. Okay. okay. So, which I actually, like, I really liked that girl. So, I'm glad that I had her throughout my pregnancy, or th- towards the end of my pregnancy, because obviously that's when things get more intense and you're going to more appointments. But, like, so I when I was pregnant, I was working out like crazy. Like I was not giving myself enough time to recover. Like I would work out every single day, like, which I don't even really condone now. Like now I only lift four days a week, like per my coach. Um, And we can talk about like what I'm doing now, but like I was doing cardio, like I tracked everything I ate, like, and I wasn't under eating. Like I knew I still had to take care of my baby. And like, I thought I was taking care of myself. I probably could have done a little bit better of a job, but I was just like psycho about it. Like I did not deter from like my plan, like my meal plan, like that, whatever I made for myself or like my macros, whatever. Like I never had like a fuck it treat meal or anything like the entire pregnancy wow so and that was all because of that one doctor yeah like it just fucked me up for like several months and so but like looking back I'm glad that I didn't just like completely let myself go like I know a lot of people do that when they're pregnant and I don't think that's the healthiest either like I think there should have been a balance but at the same time like I'm glad I still worked out I'm glad I was healthy like literally the Either the day before, like, a couple days before Casey was born, I was literally, like, running on the treadmill, which probably, like, induced my labor. <laughs> but, Holy like, shit. Yeah, like, I just, like, I don't know. I I don't know. But, I mean, my active labor was only, like, eight or nine hours from, like, the time my water broke to, like, the time Casey came out. And I only pushed for an hour, oh, which wow. is not bad. Like, oh. especially for, like, your first kid. Like, normally it takes a little bit longer. I mean, I guess, like, everyone's different, but... I don't know. Like, labor was super easy for me. Well, that's good. Yeah. So. So you, and then right after you got pregnant or, like, when it was kind of, like, okay to start working out again and stuff, you worked with me for, like, a hot Oh, right after I had Casey. Yeah, right after. Yeah. And so, like, you actually made, like, really good progress when we worked together. Yeah, it's because I was breastfeeding. (laughs) Yeah, which is good, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When I was breastfeeding, like, this was amazing because I was eating like 2,000 calories. Like I knew I had to like keep my milk supply up. Like I was like, I was more focused on eating more. So like yeah. that's the one I feel like I got better about 
eating and like my mindset about eating because I was like I need to eat to feed my baby yeah so but then I was eating like 2,000 calories like every single day and I still probably dropped like 20 pounds like I was so small by the end of like my breastfeeding which I did for like eight months yeah when I remember when we stopped like when I would when I compared the photos like I mean, it was, there was a huge noticeable difference. And that was just, honestly, like, when I started working with you, like, I think the biggest thing was just, like, even just being consistent again, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I wasn't, like, I lost a lot of weight initially, obviously, like, like, just like everyone does, but then, like, it kind of, like, plateaued. But then when I started working with you and just being, like, consistent about what I ate, and, like, that's when I was just, like. Well, yeah, and, like, when, when you started with me, it wasn't, there wasn't any, like, pregnancy bump left or like like yeah I was just like looked back to like a normal person but just it was like a chubbier version of myself right yeah so then that we kind of just worked together to like get some body fat down or like yeah things like that but yeah the consistency was like a huge thing and like definitely it was hard getting back into the gym just because like when you have a baby like timing is everything like not even just with them but like when you have to pump when you have to like feed your baby like it was just kind of a lot to figure out at first but like just once you get into a routine it was just like so much easier from there it was actually like a lot more seamless than I thought it was gonna be it's good yeah so yeah you're working with a coach yeah so I'm working with a coach and I don't it's funny because like I thought I had a goal before I started working with him but like the more I think about it the more I don't know what my goal is like I don't know I feel like I'm fine maintaining where I'm at right now maybe even like if I lost like maybe up to like 10 more pounds I'd be fine with that like I don't want to necessarily lose gain weight whatever but I think I just miss being competitive like I was a competitive cheerleader for 12 years and like having something that you're super passionate about and like something active and like competitive and like something you're constantly working towards every single day for 12 years and then going from that to nothing I think that's what made me feel the most lost like with my fitness journey and then like even like still kind of like feel lost sometimes just because like I miss that and I don't know if I'm ever going to get that with anything again so I kind of set out a goal with him just to like I guess be like more functional and like Mm -hmm. more I just wanted my body to be like to operate completely optimally like in my fitness my nutrition so like I've learned a lot from him Um, I obviously like already knew a lot of stuff even before I started working with him but like he like the detail he goes into like I really have enjoyed this process a lot I've been with him for like six months but now I'm just kind of like well is this what I want to keep doing is it not so definitely need to figure that out but like I think in the meantime it's nice to at least just have some like guidance and like consistency yeah I mean that's like the main thing that anyone has working with any coach is the accountability factor yeah you know if you have a goal that you want to get to um then then you having that person to hold you accountable to it is really important yeah. type I, of thing. Yeah. I know you signed up for a year yes I yeah so and like I agree with that so I signed up with him in May of 2020 um during quarantine which is like funny but like I had like a home gym like and like I think that was like the time like I had the time to like really like commit to a coach like I've always thought about working with one but and then like I said I initially had a certain goal and then I think it's almost like working with him made me realize that maybe that goal isn't for me which is not a bad thing like I feel like I feel like any step you take 
any decision you make can lead to like just like the path that you're on and like what you will ultimately want to do and what you wanted to do six months ago isn't what you're going to want to do six months from now yeah and um so did I you did you want to compete um <laughs> see, I don't really know. see I think that initially when I started working with him I thought after I work with him for a while after I get used to this process I'm gonna know if I actually want to compete or not and now I still don't know okay. I think that like I've always been really interested in body bodybuilding and like followed bodybuilders trained bodybuilding style but I like follow a ton of different like fitness aspects like I follow CrossFit I follow powerlifting like I follow a million different things like I still follow cheerleading like just like everything that I'm just remotely interested in like I've never been like a one niche type of person which like I feel like you've always known that bodybuilding was for you which is like why you're so like driven in your path and like why I'm kind of like well this is interesting and maybe I could do this and it's just like I don't ever want to do anything that I'm not going to put my all in or like be great at and like I just like feel like I'm not sure what that will be in, like, my adult years. Yeah. But – because it's just, like, am I going to still compete in bodybuilding 10 years from now? I don't know. But, like, I want something with longevity. And, yeah. like, I don't – I think – I think the tr- – like, training-wise, bodybuilding is probably, like, my favorite because I think it's just – I don't know. It's almost, like, brainless in the fact that, like, you just go in there, you do the basics, you do variations of basics – you watch your body grow, you know what you're, like, putting in. Like, you know you, what you'll get out is what you put in. Yeah. Which I think is the most, like, desirable aspect for me. Whereas I feel like other trainings, it's, like, so much more goes into it. Like, I don't know. Like, I, like I just... Like, technique and stuff like that. Yeah, like, and that and just, like, your recovery and, like, what... Like, just, like, so many different things. Whereas, like, bodybuilding, okay, you... You are in control of your nutrition. You know you have to eat a certain amount of, like, food per day. And that doesn't usually change. Like, you know, it changes maybe, like, after a couple weeks, whatever, when you're cutting, you're bulking, whatever. But then you basically just, like, watch your food, watch your water, make sure you're getting sleep, do your cardio when you need to, and then just, like, work out. And, like, I just think the simplicity of it is very attainable for a lot of people, which is why a lot of people do like it. Well, and I like that you say that it's, simple because yeah. it is simple it but really people is. make it so, so fucking, fucking compli- hard complicated like I, I think it's just like people overthink it because it can be mentally tough like I feel it, like yeah dieting is so much like going to the gym is not tough no. like you're just you wake up you go like that's it but and then some like people do like lack the motivation to do it but it's like you just have to force yourself like yeah. if you're listening to this and you struggle to go to the gym you just have to force yourself to go, and once you get into the habit, you're not going to have to force yourself anymore. Yeah. Like, some days maybe, but not consistently. And I feel like people think they have to go, like, balls to the wall and, like, go every single day and, like, to make a difference, but that's not true. No. Like, I thought that for a very long time. Even, I would say, up until I started working with Nick. Like, I thought I needed to go to, like, five, six days per week, but no. He has me go four days a week, four, like, two lower body days, two upper body days, and it is so reasonable and like that I think is why it makes it so easy and I'm still seeing progress obviously and like I have a full-time job I have a 30-minute commute I have a son I have a family I have a house that I need to take care of and I still like just go to the gym but I think where it's tough is like the mental dieting aspect because I think people can dip back into those disordered eating habits if they've had them before of like 
I don't know, like, I feel restricted or, like, this and this. And, like, I think people's relationship with food can sometimes be, like, an evolving ebb and flow, which is what I think mine is. Like, I think most of the time I'm really good, but, yeah, I have bad days, and, like, I think everyone does from time to time, and I think if people don't, I don't know, they're either, like, not human or they're lying or something. But, like, like, I don't know. I think people, when they get into their fitness journey, think they have to be, be perfect about everything, their food, their water, their their training, whatever. And it's just like, no, you just have to be consistent and you mm-hmm. have to just like think about the bigger picture, think about why you want to be healthy, not just like how you want to look, but like, I don't know, just enjoy the process, like almost like fall in love with the process and like everything will just kind of like fall into place from there. Yeah, I like that. And I, I think that, yeah, the dieting is definitely the hardest part mm-hmm. um, because – we have grown up to really just eat kind of whatever we feel mm-hmm. in the amounts that we feel. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, a lot of the time there's like no- nothing to tell us no. Yeah. Um, and so getting into the habit of yeah being controlled in that sense is a lot harder, but it is possible. Again, it's like a habit forming yeah. thing. But yeah, and you're right, like, people's relationships with food and how they eat and what they do it's all I think it's always changing yeah and um I think people have like seasons of life where it's okay to be more lenient and then there are times where you need to be stricter about it Mm -hmm. Um, but it's all kind of dependent on like what your goal is yeah and um some people don't care about it at all which could could be good yeah. But it also could be bad. Yeah. I mean. But it's, like, people, when they get into this and they hate it or they, like, don't like going to the gym, they don't like eating healthy, it's just, like, then don't. Like, why? Like, yeah. you don't ha- – no one's making you be healthy. Like, like is – are you not happy because of other reasons? Like, or are you actually not happy that you're unhealthy? And it's, like, if that's the case, then, yeah, it just comes down to discipline. Like, fucking do it. Like, putting a plan into action, planning out your day, like, time management. Like, yes, those are all important things, but, like, they're easy to accomplish – if you do want to be doing them. Right. It's all about your priorities at the end of the day. And like, I think Kelsey's a good example of she's super busy and has a lot going on in Mm -hmm. her life, but she still puts this, you know, her fitness and nutrition on the top of her priority list and still makes it work. And that's the thing is like, yeah, you can say you want to do something all day long, but if you don't make it a priority, you're never going to get it done. And it's all about mindset. At yeah. the end of the day, like that's the one thing that I continue to come back to on this podcast is it all has to do with mindset. It has yeah. nothing to do with outside factors. Yeah. It's how you approach everything. Yeah. Like fitness so. will never be a, not a part of my life. Right. Like I'm – do you know who Bethany Frankel is? No. Okay. Well, I – I'll show you who she is later. But, like, I'm just, like, really obsessed with her. She's, like, a businesswoman, kind of, like, entrepreneur. And, like, she – I was listening to her podcast the other day, and she was, like, you just need to have buckets. And I was, like, okay, that makes so much sense. Because I think, like, I'm the type of person where I want to have my hand in everything and, like, want to be doing everything all all at one time. And I'm, like, no, I just need my three main buckets. And I feel like mine are people, which are, like, my family, my friends, and then my job, and then fitness, like – or, like, health, I guess, overall. And it's just, like, as long as, like, what you're doing, no matter what it is – aids you and like fills up one of those buckets like that's what's going to bring you happiness the the things that you're most passionate about yeah and it doesn't have to be fitness yeah I don't know I think like a lot of people feel like they have to be a certain way yeah 
I mean, obviously, like society tells us what we should or shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And so I think fitness is like a huge trend right now. And a lot of people think that they need to be like involved in fitness and whatever. But it's like, if you have to force yourself to like, like it. Yeah. In a sense, like you probably shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Like, it's okay to be, like, you should be active, mm-hmm. but if you truly don't like going to the gym and, like, you hate it so much, don't go to the gym. Like, do something else. Yeah. And, like, I'm probably going to sound like an asshole, but, like, no offense to people that are, like, single, young, don't have kids. Like, what are, what excuse do you have? Like, I know people work jobs. I know people work full-time. I know people work overtime. I know people work midnight shifts. Like, I know people are in school, which, okay, yes, we already touched on how stressed we were with school and, like, how much we were studying and, like, whatever. But, like, I don't know. I think I just, like, see these, like, Instagram people and they fucking work from home and, like, they can work any hours they want they don't have a commute they don't have literally any responsibilities except for their own bodies and their job and I'm just like they make it seem like it's so fucking yeah and they're like just do it like whatever and it's just like of course you don't have those excuses but like if you're someone who's just like okay you go to school and you have a job and you just think that fitness is so impossible like it's fucking not like there's people that like I don't know like I I think there's another girl actually that's coached by my same coach and I was like stalking her page and she has like three kids she's like a nurse and she like made a post that she like had worked 12 hour days every single day and like still made it to the gym still like ate her food like took care of her kids and her family and it's just like if she can do it like if if other people who are like 10 times busier can do it then you can do it and I'm and it's like annoying how like people on Instagram like they I don't know. They, yeah, some people make it look easy, but they still complain about it. They're like, oh, that's what you're trying to get I'm so, yeah. They're like, I'm so busy. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, you're not. I was like, you carve out all of your hours of your day. I was like, yeah. mine are carved out for me, and I have to work around that. I was like, you literally go to the gym at 10 a.m. And it's like, I could never do that. I don't understand people. I mean, some days I can do that. Um, it's like really rare, but uh, because my schedule is a lot more flexible. But like when I was working a full time job, like. No, you have to be there at 8 a.m. Yeah. You can't leave until exactly. 5. Like. Exactly. It's like if I – sometimes if I don't go to the gym at 5.30 in the morning, I can't go. Like that's just it. That's just like my day. So it's like know what your schedule is. Plan in advance. Like if you're a nurse or if you work like midnight shifts or like a fucked up job, so sorry. But like you're just going to have to make it work. Well, my and sister it, made it work. Yeah. She worked with me. She works night shift and um, – she and still like we she's not checking in works with me a, anymore. Works but a ton as a nurse. She works a ton and w- she goes to the gym after night shift. Fuck. That's and then insane. goes to bed. Oh my god. And then wakes up and like potentially does it again. But if like, that's your day and if that's what you're consistent with, then it'll fucking work. It doesn't have to be like the ideal time. But then like no. I like see all these like influencers and they're like, oh, you have to eat this and this and this and this kind of a meal before you work out. And I'm like, bitch, I am not getting up at 4.30 in the morning to make my pre-workout meal. I am working out either on a rice cake or an empty stomach because well, yeah, like that's what I... Yeah, you to that way. Yeah, and it's just like you're still going to make progress. Like everything's going to be fine. Like I don't know. I feel like it's, like fitness has just gotten super twisted with like how I don't know there's like certain influencers I think that like just like make fitness something so specific when really it's not all it comes down to is literally just doing it putting it in your day 
progressing whatever that looks like for you and then just like fucking like waking up the next day and doing it all over again like I feel like in a lot of people need to kind of like watch out the types of words that they use when they're trying to give nutrition advice especially because okay one what might work for you and maybe like a chunk of people may not work for another person so give other options two I think a lot of people when they're giving advice on social media it's like what's going to be most optimal what is going to be the best thing for you to do you know for your training session and like this is something that I talk about a lot um is like what's going to be optimal what's going to be the best but that's not necessarily what's going to work for everyone yeah but it's like if you can do it then yeah fucking do it if you're if you can do um if you can have like uh a big meal beforehand that's like or bigger meal before your training session that has simple carbs and protein then do it because that's probably going to be like the best thing for your body before a training session but if you can't then you just have to work with what you have so it's like people need to stop speaking in these like definitive terms yeah and like making everybody feel like they have to do something yeah to be to get to where they want to be. Yeah. Because it's not going to work for everyone. Like, I know that if I work out on an empty stomach, I'll probably, like, I, I really like working out on an empty stomach, you honestly. Do. Yeah. Um, sometimes if I feel, like, low energy, like, if I, like, am, like, really, like, sl- like sluggish in the morning and, like, dragging to the gym, I'll, like, eat a rice cake with peanut butter and, like, that'll give me, like, a little boost for my workout, I feel. But, like, I know that I can work out on an empty stomach. I can come home, and I usually eat, like, a high-protein breakfast. And, like, yeah. that's, like, my day. And then I feel super energized after that, and then I, I move on. Like, like that works for me, and it's, and it's working for me, and I'm seeing results, and it's, like, everything's fine. But do you think you can, like, sniff out bullshit on Instagram? Like, do you – like, when you look at people's page, like, can you tell, like – Honestly, like, I don't follow a lot of people now that yeah, are – are, like – doing that type of shit yeah a lot of the people that I follow or like that I even pay attention to and read their posts or read their content it's all stuff that's like scientifically backed yeah and like so no I don't see it that much but I think it's because I purposefully don't avoid it there's some shit like that I see on TikTok oh my god or like like this should not be on tiktok i feel like everyone that tries to be a fitness tiktoker is just full of shit no or like like not even like yeah if you're a professional like if you're a dietitian or something because i see like dietitians on there and whatever but it's like if you're a random ass person trying to show like what i eat in a day for healthy and like you're just eating like nothing yeah that's just I mean, I've yeah. seen that. Like, that's not right. Like, you shouldn't be. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes people, like, just decide, okay, I'm going to be a fitness Instagrammer or whatever. And, like, all – like, they almost, like, just, like, force out content where it's just, like, sometimes their posts just start to sound the same. And I'm, like oh, – yeah. I'm, like, you, no one even knows who you are. Like, no one knows who, like, you are as a person. And it's just, like – it seems, like, very, like, forced. And yeah. I'm just, like, what – like, sometimes I, I question influencers. Like, I feel like they just do it for, like – because that's the hype. Like, people are yeah. just really into fitness and health right now. Like, even just the general population. Like, I feel like people are, like, trying to learn more things about health than ever before. And so, like, they find these influencers, like, and they see these influencers are, like, doing well on social media. Probably, like, they're probably making some sort of money off of their page. 
And, like, so these influencers are just pushing out content no matter what it is. And, yeah. like, I'm just, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I follow more people no matter, like, where they're at in their fitness journey. Like, follow people are, who are, like, super authentic and just post, like, their life. Like, yeah. that's what I like to follow. But And I was just, like, thinking about this the other day because Nicole and I have a mutual friend who I was friends with this person very closely in college and I was like thinking back and I'm like I have no idea who the fuck she was because like all we would talk about is like fitness or like working out or food or like cheer she's on my cheer team you know who it is yeah um but I was like thinking about you and I'm like even though you and I are like we share this passion and we like kind of like had a chunk of our fitness journey together like we would talk about things other than fitness. Like, we were actually, like, life friends. And I feel like that's just, like, what people, like, need. Like, someone, like, people, I feel like people just want someone who's, like, relatable Mm -hmm. and, like, makes them feel good either, like, through their posts or, like, whatever. Like, whatever their platform is. It's actually funny because for a while I thought you and Jake broke up. because Yeah, because you never post him. Oh. But, like, I feel like I would want to see more things that you guys, like, do together. Like He doesn't like to take photos. Oh, well, so you're going to need to figure that out. You're going to need to. <laughs> He's probably listening right yeah, now. Probably... <laughs> he he doesn't like to be filmed. He doesn't like to take photos very much. Mm. Like That's, like, kind of understandable. And, like, there's so. influencers that, like, don't post their significant other, like, but I don't know. Like, I feel like I. Like that'd be interesting. See, I feel like I know you in a way that's different from like someone who just like follows you on social media might see oh, you for sure if that makes sense I'm I feel like I'm pretty um I don't know like I don't share a lot of shit like for example you know this video that just blew the <gasps> fuck up can we talk about your reel dude <laughs> I'm this fucking dead this reel which we'll probably have to wrap this up in a little bit because it's going oh, on fuck. an hour and 30 minutes oh, but fuck. um this reel that just blew up, like, did I intend for it to be what it is? I'm no. so confused. Like, okay, can I talk about it from, like, a bystander sure. point of view? Because I'm sure you have your own point of view and you've seen things that I haven't even seen, like, comments and whatever. But, like, so I remember seeing you post it, like, almost, like, right when you posted it. Like, okay. you would post it to your story, I think. Well, I posted it to my story and I accidentally like posted it on my feed, which I didn't mean to do. Yeah, reels are but confusing. But I, I like took it off of there like as Uh-oh. soon as I realized that. So you may have seen it like on your regular feed too. Well, I think I remember you like posting it specifically to your story okay. because you were like, because I know, it, I know, yes, yeah. yes, that, that was what it was. And then like, I remember your caption on your reel was like, this is what not to do at the gym or something. And so I just like, look, I was like, I remember watching it was so, okay. Was that real? Like it wasn't staged. Like it was real. That's what, no, that's what I thought. And then Jeff, like Jeff was like watching it too. And he was like, wait, do you think this guy did it on purpose? And I was like, no, no. like I thought it was like real life, but like, I don't know. I, like, also could see where, like, this guy was just doing it. Like, it was your friend or something and doing it just to be, like, a dick. Or, like... No. Like, it was just a stranger and he just walked in front of it you. It was a str- Okay. And it wasn't about walking in front of the camera. I didn't care right. about that. Right. Okay. It, and I was... It, we just so happened to catch it on camera because I told Jake, I was like, I want to film my leg day today. Can yeah. Can you just film my, my sets for me? Yeah. And I haven't gotten a chance to, like, really explain this, so no one will probably hear this anyway because no one listens to my podcast. Wait, can I keep keep going? Oh, yeah. I thought you were done. Oh, no, no. It's okay. So I had no idea that it was at the altitude it was at this point 
like after I had already watched it, like it just continued to like grow. Did it grow on your feed? Well, it must have popped up on like people's explorer page or something. Yeah, or like so when you go to the reels, like it's now you can just keep scrolling and a new one will pop up. Like kind of like TikTok. It's, it's just, like, like different TikTok. ones. Okay, so I, you posted another story and you were like, guys, I took my reel down. Like everyone, calm down or something like that. You said, I, yeah, I was like, y'all need to like chill out because yeah, and I was like, what? This doesn't make sense. So then like I went back. And, like, looked at it again. But I don't think I read any comments. I would think I was just confused. I was like, wait, what's going on? So then you talked about it again, I think, like, the other day. Yeah. And you were, like, people are, like, saying mean comments for, like, no reason or something. I'm like, what the fuck? People oh, I are- had to turn off the comments. Are you serious? Because like, people that are just, like, day that I posted it, it? Yeah, that day that I posted it, yeah. I had to turn off the comments. <gasps> Why? Because, people, like, people were mad at you? Yes. What the fuck? For no fucking reason. I don't understand how people have the capacity to, like, put that energy. Like, oh, take that energy out of their day and bro, then put it into that reel. Let me tell you. People are going to my other... They're, one, going to my other reels and commenting on that reel about Be- the reel that... Because you turned off the comments. Yes. One. Two, this other piece of shit, which I'm like, I knew the internet was like this, but I've never experienced it myself until now. He legit scrolled down my Instagram post, Shut up. commented on the post about the reel. What? When this was like a post from and like a DM'd year ago? me. What? This was a post from like back in June. I literally don't understand. So he was just like yelling at you? Like what did he say? Like, oh, this is just like your reel, like grow up, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, guys, chill your fucking tits. But like, I don't understand. Like, it's not like your caption was like something like, insane like fuck this guy who walked in front of me no you were just saying like this is what not to do at the gym this is how to not be disrespectful to other people when they're lifting i know that from my from where the camera is pointing it's really hard to like see how close the guy was actually to me yeah and also people don't understand this gym is so fucking small it's an anytime fitness also it's not even the gym that i go to Two, which some dude was like, you're going to get kicked out of the gym, bro. Like, that's not even my gym. Then fucking kick me out, first of all. I'll go somewhere else. Like, that's not an issue. Whatever. So, yeah. um, But from where I was standing, the dude was right in front of me. And also, this is my fourth set of doing this, of walking lunges. So he knows that you're there. Like, he's... You've seen me. Yeah, it is, like, a very, like, open turf, but it's right next to the machines where you're not, like, completely out of view. Like, you're still in view of, like... There was barely anyone there. I was not taking up any unnecessary space. If someone needed to walk by, I got out of their way. Yeah. You know, if I could just take 30 seconds to do my set and people could like just he the problem was he wasn't aware he didn't give a fuck about he what did i was not doing give a fuck. but the thing is like what i thought was like funny like not like funny obviously to you probably but like when you just like kept going and you're like oh he'll just like i it looked like you had the mindset of like oh he'll oh, just get out of the he's way he's gonna move yeah. yeah but then he just fucking did like he almost like backed up into you that's what i thought so when he stepped i thought he was gonna walk into me yeah he took a step and then went the other way i think it's just so funny fucking fun i think it's funny that people got mad because like literally all you did was get like pissed like who cares like i don't understand why that's like such a bad thing but like why are people not pissed at him for literally just being so rude for no Some reason people were. It's because he's a man and the problem is with this video guess who are the people majority of people that have problems the men because Correct. you're a woman and you should back out of the way of the man because it's his gym and yeah. he, he owns everything and you know what it's not even like 
the video isn't even about this specific instance. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so there's so much shit that happens at the gym to females specifically that is really? not okay. Like, wait, like people, at this particular gym or no, just the gym? In no, oh, just like oh, the gym oh. in general. You know, girls talking about guys being fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, like multiple times. This happens almost every day that I train. Guys just walking in front of me in the mirror when I'm doing a set to go get their dumbbells. Like, why can't you just wait a second? You know, if I was some um, 200-pound dude bench pressing 100, like, shoulder pressing 100-pound dumbbells, would you walk in front of me? Yeah. No, probably not. And that's, like, what this whole thing is about. Yeah. Like, women equality in the gym. Which I I honestly think is good. I don't know, maybe I'm just like naive, but I think it's gotten a lot better than what it was. Oh, 100%. And I'm not saying that the majority of the people in the gym are like this. They're not. The majority of the people in the gym are not like this, yeah. which is great. But it's these pieces of shit yeah. that just make it shitty for some people. And yeah. like, it, it, it's not like I just posted it because I thought it was funny because I happened to catch it on camera. Yeah. Did I think that it was going to blow up to what it is? No. Fuck no. But now it's like at 1.1 million views. Yeah, which and is I'm like, wild. I'm like, what the For fuck? no reason though. Like, For no I, reason. Like, like, yeah, it's like, it's not, I don't know. I don't get it. But like about like the women in the gym thing, like I honestly feel like I've been pretty lucky. Like I've never had like too many bad experiences. There's one in particular that I remember but, like, even, like, six years ago when I first started lifting, seven years ago, whatever it was, like, I would be the only girl in the entire gym. But, like, I, like, I don't know. They're, I feel like most of the time the guys would be like, oh, like, it's, like, I remember this one guy being like, oh, like, how much do you squat? And, like, I told him and he was like, wow, like, that's a lot. Like, he was, like, actually, like, thought it was cool that I was lifting. Like, it wasn't, like, the guys were like, why are you here? Like, I thought the guys, like, thought it was cool when girls were in the gym, yeah. almost. Like, yeah. at least in my experience. I did have one experience when I was at Powerhouse. These two guys would always work out in the morning. Like, sometimes I would go really early in the morning before class, and that's they would go in the morning every single day. And so I knew I would always oh, see that. Oh, I remember yes, these guys. Yes, these guys, the one guy, and then, yeah. So they're probably, I think they were, they were dads, too. I think the one dad, like, brought they his were kid dad. one time. One of them was Which is dad. fucked. Like, so fucked up. Like, but the, no, they, yeah, they were both dads. Yeah. I remember because one of them would talk to me. Keep talking. Yeah. I'm gonna plug my what, was the which one was creepier to you? Was it the white guy? Yeah. Okay. So this guy came up to me and like he like tried to like play it off like he was asking for like fitness advice. Like I was like doing like lap pull downs. He was like, "Oh, I noticed you do it this way. What does that do?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm just trying to like engage my back versus like my biceps." Or like I just like told him something and then. He just, like, wouldn't leave me alone from there. Yeah. And I just... But he was creepy to every single girl in the gym. Like, it was not just me. No. So then he and then his other friend... Oh, sorry, Jake. Are we being loud? Oh, no. Good morning. Good He's morning. been up. Oh. Been up for like an hour. Oh, really? You're just listening to the conversation? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nicole's sorry. boyfriend is now joining the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but then this guy... Okay, so there's a white guy and a black guy. I don't... Is that fine to say? I don't know. Yeah, But, I like, guess. it's just being factual. So they would both just, like... Because we this, don't know names. Yes, we don't know names. So I was on the Steermaster one morning, and I had to do, like, 30 or 45 minutes of cardio, like, a, a pretty substantial time. Like, I wasn't just warming up or anything. Like, I had to be on the on the machine. So they, like, came to the Steermaster. Like, we're standing at the bottom of it, and, like, saying 
random things like just being super weird like I was just very much trying to put out the vibe that it was unwanted I just wanted to like be by myself do my workout like whatever they were talking to me and they were saying like I don't even like know I don't remember what it was but just like weird shit like what are you what are you doing like how are you doing today what are you doing after this like trying to act like they were my friends and it was just like but think in a creepy way it wasn't just like they were making small talk I didn't know these guys like I didn't want them near me and like I was putting out the vibe that I didn't want to talk to them. Like, I didn't answer a single question that they said. I didn't say a word. <laughs> I just, like, was staring down at, like, my phone. And, like, I had my headphones on. Like, and I just, like, did not, like, make eye contact. But it was the fact that they didn't go away. When it yeah. was very clearly unwanted attention. That was what was, like, off to me. And from then, I just did not go to the gym in the morning anymore. And, like, that was that. But, like, other than that, I feel like I've never had, like, a bad experience at well, the that's gym. Good. And that was, like, that was, like, probably four or five years ago. Yeah. It's not – I haven't had, like, super bad experiences right. at the gym. Like, I've had, you know, experiences that I'm, like, okay, that was annoying. Yeah. But, I mean, and even this video, it, I didn't really feel like – I wasn't, like, thinking about it yeah. after it happened. Right. It was just, it just happened. Now the internet is just, like, blowing it up. Yeah. But I feel so. like when – like, I feel like – I don't know. Like, if girls are scared to go to the gym or if girls, like, saw your video and been like, oh, I don't want that to happen to me because I'm a girl and, like, guys are just going to, like, take over my space. It's, like, I feel like that's, like, 99% of the time not the case. Like, I like I took my sister to a gym um, in Kentucky when I was visiting her a couple weeks ago, and she was really – so this gym is, like, pretty famous. Like, it yeah, has, I like, saw the Katie yeah, Hearn gym. Yeah, 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 and it has, like, some hard O's there and, like – obviously people that are super into fitness really intense like whatever and like my sister was really scared to go and I was like Courtney no one gives a fuck that you're there no people are there for themselves yeah don't pay attention to anyone else they won't pay attention to you put your headphones on like do what you need to do and leave like I don't I don't know I don't know if I've just like never really been scared to go to the gym but I don't get the I don't get it I was at first when I went to Eastern like the wreck the dudes would scare me like because, like, Jordan Janowitz, remember him? Oh. Was, like, lifting in there. And, like, obviously I know him now. Yeah, and, like, intense. he's not mean or anything. Yeah. But, like, you know, seeing those guys, like, making noises while they lift and stuff. But it's, was, like, funny because, like, I feel like 90% of the guys that went to the rec are not fit. Like, didn't. Not, like, we probably which, knew more than they did. And, like, yeah. were stronger than like I feel like if we would go to the rec now or even like I feel like when I stopped going to the rec and then when I went back I was like why was I ever I was probably intimidated at first like when I first started lifting like I didn't want to look like I didn't know what I was doing no one cares yeah no one cares yeah like like there's this girl that goes to my gym now you can just tell like she's brand she's brand new in this journey of hers and I'm like good for you girl like well yeah you all need to start I mean you need to start somewhere like I started at a planet fitness yeah and yeah like I quickly grew out of that, but, um, I mean, it was, like, nerve-wracking to go to the weight area. Have you, like, ever gotten unwarranted advice from a guy at the gym? That's happened to me, like, twice, and my, one was pretty recently. I feel like I have, but I don't, I can't remember a specific story. Yeah, when my coach was doing my workouts, like, he would be, like, like, there's, like, specific exercises that he really wanted you to, like, push hard as fuck on, like, yeah. And so, like, I was doing, like, hip thrusts, and I was just, like, obviously pushing hard as fuck. And a guy came up to me and was really, like, I think you should drop some weight on that. Like, he, he wanted me to, like, lift lighter. And I was, like, but the thing is, it's, like, you would think he was, like, this, like, crazy masculine guy, like, looking out for the precious little bird girl. Like, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. But, like, no, it was, like, this, like, 
gay guy and he was just like I don't know if he just like felt entitled to like share his clearly extensive expertise on lifting but he's just like honey I think you should like drop your your weight on those on the bar I'm just like I I didn't ask like I don't get like I don't know and I feel like I don't know that like stuff like that is probably why girls don't want to go to the gym for reasons oh, like totally. that but I'm like I, but it literally didn't even phase me I'm like can you just like go can you get out of my face that would be uh, that would annoy the hell it, no, it was annoying but like I don't know I didn't hold on to it very well yeah long. no and you don't like it's not I don't hold on to it either it's like it happens it's annoying okay yeah. move on and like also yeah. I feel like now in times if you go to the gym you're gonna find like 10 other girls at the gym like I feel like oh, lifting yeah. is super prevalent now for like both genders yes like, that's it's like, like how it is at my gym. Yeah. I'm sure it's like that at your it's gym. It's probably not as scary as when we first started. I think I want to switch gyms. Really? Yeah, because – so I go to a powerhouse now, but not the one I went to in college. I go yeah. to one by my house. But yeah. so I'm like in like one of the richest towns in all of Michigan, and it's a certain demographic that goes to this gym. Like I don't live in that town. Like I live you in the next the town over. I'm not trying to say I'm Jake's like – coach goes to. Shut the fuck up. Really? Yeah. Like I like go to this gym, and there, it's either like – dads that are really rich and drive Cadillacs, their sons that are 16 and drive Range Rovers, or it's these really hot fucking girls that I just don't know how they got that hot. Like, <laughs> they, like, literally, do you ever, like, look at girls at the gym and I'm just like, how the fuck do you look at that? First of all, you're 17 and your butt is bigger than your head and, like, you have a perfect, I'm like, what surgery did you get done? Like, I, I, I told Jeff, I was like, it's almost like they got surgery, but it's just like, are you even old enough to get surgery like I'm just like I don't get it like but that's like I just feel like it's like a bunch of people that have money and just like don't even really care about like lifting or like getting stronger like whatever it's kind of they're just there for like the social aspect and like it's just like a bunch of kids like high school kids I don't like that I hate it I really liked it at first like it's a really nice gym it's huge and it's like they have every kind of it's amazing yes and it's like very spacious they have like four deadlifting platforms like six squat racks like it's perfect but it's so packed I think it's so packed because they were open during quarantine which is not technically allowed but people like swamped there because it was the only gym open yep and so it was so packed all during quarantine and so people just stayed like it's so packed it's like the other day I parked like six rows away from the door because I just couldn't find parking whoa like it's in it's so insane I was doing a back workout and like I feel like my back workouts I mostly do like I do like more machines and like cables than I would for like either shoulders or legs so it's like I needed specific equipment like and like yeah I had to supplement with dumbbells here and there but like it was just getting annoying because every time I tried to look for a machine that I wanted, it was in use. And, like, it was just so busy. And, like, I don't know. I feel like I want to go to, like, a smaller, like, local gym. But just got to do some dig. Yeah. Lifting in college, we were friends with, like, everyone at that powerhouse. Yeah, like, we were. And it was so nice lifting with friends. It was almost annoying sometimes because it's, like, you would see your friends and you just start talking. Yeah. But then, like, yeah. you, like, you want to be intense. So that's kind of a plus. It's, like, you just go in you get your stuff done and you leave. Like, I, oh, my God, I would be at the gym for, like, two and a half, three hours, oh, yeah. but only lifting, like, 45 minutes to an yeah. hour out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my gosh. Plus, like, my boyfriend went to that gym, too, so yeah. we would go together and hang out with his friends and, like... I lived at that gym for, like, a hot second. Yeah, because you started I was working, working there. there. Yeah. Oh, my God. I... Yeah. I literally live there. I think that, too, like, just, like, being an Ipsy, the demographic is just, like, a little bit more lax. And it like, is. But, like, the, the... People are... People are just more down to earth, yeah. in my opinion. yeah. Like, I feel like people at my dick, oh my god, I was gonna say people at my gym have little dick syndrome, but I said people at my dick have little gym syndrome. 
<laughs> but like you know what I mean they just like try to like flex and shit and I'm just like stop you're no, like no Jake cares I'm just kidding Jake do you have little dick syndrome yeah okay <laughs> all right well we should probably start wrapping this up yeah this took a while for a long time and it's been fun the equipment testing probably took an extra 30 minutes before we started it did um let's just kind of wrap this up if there's like one um, piece of advice that you could give to anybody listening what would it be Mm. i feel like i kind of said it already but i guess just like don't don't take life too seriously and don't like stick to your plan like just like let life take you where it wants to go i like that yeah um and then where can we find you on social media oh oh it's one of those it's a plug i mean if like y'all want to follow kelsey and see her little baby my little baby he's really cute i don't post post fitness things so if you're looking for inspo i am not your person but But um she's funny and cool Oh, thank you. I thought, see, I don't think I'm funny. I'm really not an interesting person to follow. But if you feel so compelled, <laughs> my at is K-E-L-S-E-Y-K-O-E-S-T-E-R, Kelsey Kester. And that's, like, all the social media I really have. Yeah. Is Instagram. Yeah, that's true. So don't, okay. don't find me anywhere else. I am on other things. Don't find me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I hope that you enjoyed this chat with Kelsey like I said before in the previous episode I didn't really have like a plan going into it I was just kind of gonna let it flow we also could I tell yeah. how I oh <laughs> so like how you came on yeah like, like Nicole did not ask me to be on oh it just got really loud but um so <laughs> I invited myself so Nicole <laughs> Nicole posted a story and she was like like recording today so i just like swiped up to her story and i was like yes i will be on your podcast (laughs) she was like like, she's like uh okay and then we just like started like we just made the plan from there and i was like am i the first guest and she or no you said something like you're like oh i like recording with other people i was like wait i'm not gonna be the first guest and you're like no like jake's gonna be on the next episode i was like fuck i was like that's okay i'll be the first friend yeah she is the first friend the best so yeah, that's how Kelsey came on. But uh, <laughs> we'll fun, do this again. Fun fact, we will. Um, and like I said, you know, Kelsey's one of those friends where we both understand that life can get really crazy, and we might not have time to spend together, you know, frequently. But right. whenever we do, it's always just like we never stop. Pick up where we left off. Yeah. Um. And so it's super fun to just uh, get to see her right now and. We're going to go lift. lift. Shoulders. We're going to go hit some shoulders. Um, so thanks again, guys. Remember to rate five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, subscribe. Subscribe. Spotify. Follow on Spotify. <laughs> Spotify is different. You can go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I've had to pee for like 30 minutes. So I'm go. <laughs> um, yeah. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify. Uh, share with a friend if you are listening you know if you like this episode or previous episodes share it with a friend and as always if you could um share on your story that you are listening that would be great any and all support helps me and it's completely free on your guys's end so thank you so much and i will talk to you on the next episode